welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues from dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out. Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. So Tammy and Scott, obviously you guys have sat in on many interviews in your time. Uh, What can set an interviewee apart from others? (laughs) Oh, Isabel, you have just hit on Tammy Rogers's one of her big time hot buttons. Oh my goodness. Perfect. That's what I wanted to do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Isabel, I'm going to ask you a question. So you have just kind of started in this interview process, you know, so you're starting your career. So when you went and had your first interview, how did you prepare for it? I looked up like basic interview questions on Google, looked those up and thought of answers, answers that I thought would be correct answers. Number one, Mm -hmm. meaning there are no correct answers in an interview. Um, but I answered what I thought would be correct. Yeah. That's pretty much how I prepared. Um, but yeah. <laughs> well, Isabel, you you just just literally told the story of 90, who knows what percent, but the vast majority. It's like, hey, I'm gonna prep because I want to sound good. I want to get this job. And based upon what the, you know, um, the job description and all that says, I'm going to like practice my answers because, you know, their values talk about teamwork and innovation and, um, you know, stepping up. So I'll make sure I use those words. And it is all about this thing where we try to get the job by making sure that we have polished and practiced perfect answers. And here's the problem with that. You might get the job, but you might not want it afterwards. So think about it like this. It's like going on a date and faking who you are to get this other person to like you. And then they like you. And now you have to fake it for the rest of your life. Wait a minute. Hold on now. (laughs) I mean, this is a great, this is a great example because what if they're really good looking and rich? Well, this is what women sometimes do if it's a man who's good looking and rich. And it's like because jobs are like that, too. I decide it's at a really cool company and I get paid a lot. And I decide that I want that. Okay, and and don't get me wrong. Maybe that job, if it's the right thing for you, that's great. But here's the deal. Have you really thought about is that job the right thing or do you just want the rich man, right, who has all the trappings, because when you say yes, there's stuff that comes with that, all right? It's the golden handcuffs. Well, you know, I've had this conversation with many young women, and I'm not sure I want to have it in this podcast, but if you really, (laughs) if you you really. You can have the conversation like a job. Because there's golden handcuffs in both scenarios. It is. Because when you say yes to a job and you've not been realistic and real about who you are, 
and they think that that's what they're buying, that's what they want forever. And then you have to figure out how do I do that when that's not really who I am? So this thing about faking who you are and practicing and polishing and trying to impress, Isabel, I got to tell you, I don't think it's about impressing. I really think it is about saying, hey, this is who I truly am. The good, the bad, the ugly. This is why I think I want this position. And I'll talk with you about who I truly am. But together, the employer and the employee should be saying, hmm, it's not whether you're a good human being or not. It's whether or not this position and the work itself is going to be something that makes this person sing, that it brings out the best in them, that they absolutely love it. Not even that they know how to do it perfectly, but it is a reflection of kind of the kind of human being that they are. Because if it is, then work isn't a drudgery. You don't have to work at it. It is something that is just an expression of how you do things and how you think and what brings you joy. But if you go after a job, a rich man, okay, sometimes you get him. And now you got to go do a whole bunch of stuff you don't want to do to keep him. And in the end, no job and no amount of money is worth that. Yeah. And, and I think this is part of why we see people leaving jobs because I think they've part of it is they've realized this, this really isn't what I want. And I want, I want something different. And in the, and ideally you can go and you can say, Oh, I want to be who I am and I'm going to find a place that I want to be. And um, they want me for who I am. Yeah. I also, I also think I'm cool. Yeah. I also believe there's a flip side reality that, uh, gosh, I'm going to be a little, this will be a little sad. Okay. There's also a reality that I'm sorry. I don't know any place. And actually, I don't know any person in a relationship that actually can just go be who they are without some kind of thought about the other person. Oh, for heaven's sakes. So I think I mean, that's the flip side yeah. of this is you don't you don't get to just be, well, hey, I'm a jerk face and I just want someone to hire me because I'm a jerk face. Um, yeah, that, that doesn't work so well. There's always going to be some amount of of give and take on both sides. Well, and that piece, Scott. So if you think about it, just as much as someone who is interviewing tries to be polished and perfect and practiced and all of that. So they show their best sides, like, you know, a woman getting all dressed up and putting on makeup and showing how beautiful she is right in that particular spot. That's what an interviewee does. But a company does that same thing too. And they come in and they say, let me show you how great we are. Let me show you how perfect we are. Let me show you how wonderful to work with us would be like. And here's our benefits. And here's all the great people who work here. Here's our flexibility. And here's this and here's that. And are they telling the truth? Are they just as polished as the person who's going after the job? So I think a big part of this is the honesty side of this. Let's both sides say, hey, here's what's awesome about us. And by the way, every single human being 
there's something really awesome and special in their gifts. And let's, let's have us have the opportunity to say, yeah, this is my secret sauce and this is why I'm a rock star. And then that same person has stuff that's not so great. And then they have some stuff that's downright ugly. Okay. So does every company. Great stuff. Okay. Stuff and ugly stuff. And so when we decide to come together, wouldn't it be great if we actually knew what we were saying yes to the good, the bad, and the ugly on both sides? Because I know that every organization, there's not an organization that's perfect. That organization has to understand there is no staff member that's perfect either. So let's look at that and say, can I put up with the not so great and ugly? Because the other stuff's good enough. And that's a big part of this honesty piece that people miss. And Scott, we do this in our interviews. It's like we come to the place where it's like, we think we want you. This is why we think you're you're great. And we need you to really think about whether or not you want us because, and right, here's the upside. You get Scott and I. Here's the downside. You get Scott and I. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box, and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.